The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Presented by Jigsaw, the preferred, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys in the SWBC studio. I'm Nicole Hutchison alongside Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. Jess, what Hi. you got going over there? I'm just existing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just existing and Aisha laughed at me for You're it. You're chilling today. I think I'm really, I really am chilling today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. I think everybody's pretty much in chill mode because it's technically our Saturday. Yeah. I think it's pretty, you know, yeah. pretty chill today. We got some good news from practice. We got a we got a fully healthy team, y'all, that's ready to go. Yeah. Love Sorry, to see it. To the go. Um, yeah, we got Rico Doddle, full participant today. Dante Fowler, Peyton Hendershot, of course. J-Ron Curse, so he'll be back tomorrow. Michael Parsons, he was just ill, so not that major. Uh, Mozzie Smith, Tyrus Wee, but Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they have a guy, a lot of guys questionable, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receiver, D. Eskridge. Wait, make sure that's... Yeah, okay, right. And then Will Disley, their tight end. Um, then you also have Kenneth Walker, a big part of their offense. That is questionable, doubtful now. Mm. Um, yeah, so that they just took a huge loss there because that's most of their production, that run game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's the thoughts? Let's start there. Without Kenneth Walker, <sighs> what does this Seahawks offense have that can really – in your mind, I guess, make things difficult for Cowboys? Well, they're built to be a uh, passing offense. That's mm-hmm. what they're built for. And, and um, But right now, when you talk about the loss of Kenneth Walker and the hit that that takes to the run game, um, it just matters uh, for them specifically, especially since, you know, this offensive line has been struggling quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that for them to have protect he also Kenneth Walker also helps a lot in pass protection and picking up blitzes and stuff as well so the loss there is great um this team is still going to probably try to pass the ball which but um yeah it's it's a big deal it's yeah. a big deal because with Dallas's off defense rather most teams would definitely opt to try to run the ball as opposed to just passing the ball because that plays into the Cowboys um strengths so it's it's a loss and it could uh, aid in them aid, aid in the Cowboys' success with them being semi one dimensional, but I mm-hmm. do know Charbonnet Zach Charbonnet is a fantastic young running back as well. So, yeah, I um, was looking at some stats earlier today about uh, the Seahawks' offense, and I like to do these comparisons. Again, they're from Inside Edge, so shout out to Inside Edge for that. But the Seahawks, the Seahawks, hello, have gone three and out on 33.3% of their drives since week nine. Mm. Second worst in the NFL as compared to the Cowboys. The Cowboys have forced three and outs on 27.9% of their opponents' drives since week nine, fourth best in the NFL. Mm. So what does this do? Well, if you don't have Kenneth Walker, who was really going to carry the load, literally, uh, if you will, for that run game, then it just makes things more complicated in the sense that they have less options here they can't be as creative they can't really show their hand if they will they're going to be very watered down and basic because although yes uh zach cabernet is uh he's a good young running back 
it's uh, it's just not the same thing as your starting running back, and you can't pull out as many tricks yeah. and and um, mm-hmm. special packages like you would see uh, with Kenneth Walker. Why are you laughing? Because that's because because you because you called him Cabernet. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. It's re- baby ready for the weekend. No, you don't have to apologize. I'm just laughing because I'm like as soon as you said Cabernet, I I literally saw okay. saw sorry. like no girl, it's no big deal. I'm, I'm so ready for the I'm weekend. Like, I know you are. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> I said, this baby got it on her mind. She's ready. Yeah. It's okay. I like red wine. It is okay. It is okay. But yeah, continue. I apologize. I'm done. Um, No, all that to say, three and outs do matter in this game. We talked about it in terms of the Cowboys offense, but it does matter in terms of the Seahawks offense as well, just because, sorry, um, just because, again, we talk about fast starts, and Mm -hmm. this is the kind of game that the Seahawks can't afford to... Uh, miss out on opportunity for points Mm -hmm. so again that that is a loss for them and uh let's see what they're able to pull off yeah so that i mean that pretty much like you mentioned makes them a little bit one-dimensional so let's (laughs) talk about their receivers and then we'll talk about this cowboys offense um and how they should attack um the seahawks uh when you think about dk metcalf and tyler lockett um you said yesterday that tyler's he can get open. He finds ways to get open. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as DK, and oh, <coughs> as far as Sorry. DK, um, I think he had a. Se- he's coming off of a season low thirty-two yards from this past week. Mm-hmm. Hasn't had. I think the other only a hundred-yard career game was against the Cowboys in 2020 so I mean what how difficult will it be to contain a guy like DK Metcalf well because of and this is I think DK Metcalf is a fantastic player a physical player um, but one thing that makes CD Lamb so dope is that he can go inside and outside Mm -hmm. and DK is not really used in that way and so it is easier to take a guy that is mostly an outside receiving threat away um, from an offense and then also to you factor in what we've been talking about Seattle's offensive line has had so many injuries this year and um, I believe we talked about it yesterday I believe they're getting is it Abe Lucas back the right tackle um, that's from an injury let me see I don't know why I can't. I'm sorry, if you're made, <laughs> Mr. Lucas. I cannot get your first name correct. Yeah, I'm Abraham not one to Lucas. talk, girl. Abraham, so I'm not one to talk. So that he is their starting right tackle. Um, Jason Peters was filling in for him at that right tackle spot. This gentleman is coming off of a pretty major injury, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I expect for the Cowboys to take advantage of the soft spots in this offensive mm-hmm. line. And when you talk about the protection. It's not holding up consistently enough to get a DK Metcalf who thrives on the deep ball and yeah. and that stuff to have those opportunities. So um, Jackson Smith and Jigba that you mentioned yesterday, he's starting to come along a little bit more. But I think a lot of that's because scramble drill with the quarterback because they get a lot of big plays from him. So he mm-hmm. he is uh, and he can run routes and also Tyler Lockett being the other guy too because he knows how to sit in zones, find soft spots. Really smart player. All right, let's talk about this Cowboys offense. Switch gears a little bit. Um, they're playing lights out, y'all. Averaging 41 points a game since, I believe, the uh, Giants game. Um, just talk about as far as Dak. I mean, now their teams are having to plan for his mobility. I'm um, going to add that as far, um, to the game plan. Just talk a little bit about how much should he be using his mobility. 
Oh, who wants to answer that? Um, yeah, I mean, I in think... In this type of game, sorry. I think if you <clears throat> have to, do it, but don't force it. I think Dak's done a really good job of knowing when to do it and not overly doing it because he feels like he can mm-hmm. at that point. So I think just being smart with it, um, obviously. But, I mean, at this point do what you've been doing do exactly what you've been doing which has been working um i think the only thing now and and we've talked about it is that this team is really where it's going to be is tweaking up little things refining little things and getting a little nitpicky um and using games like this and matchups like this when you have even harder ones here in the next couple of weeks to refine those little things that could put you ahead sooner and so um this is interesting too sorry i love these stats um we're talking about red zone yesterday and we're talking about how much the cowboys have improved and and everything like that so what we did know even when the red zone conversation was heavily talked about at the beginning of the season that the cowboys were getting to the red zone right the problem was was the production in the red zone actually score we know that but the cowboys have run 18.1 percent of offensive plays in the red zone since week nine which is the third best in the nfl the seahawks have allowed their opponents to run 18.8 percent of plays in the red zone since week nine tied for the worst in the nfl so something i really want to see is um we're talking run game on the offense i don't necessarily want to see it from dak i want to continue to see this buildup of what you've seen with tony pollard and rico dowdle specifically in the red zone because i feel like that's a part of this offense that you haven't seen um build upon since you did lose that red zone threat with ezekiel elliott from last season a consistent red zone guy that you knew was going to get you in the end zone every time i want to see that and i want to feel that kind of comfortable comfortability uh with rico and with tp in the end zone so that's that's what i want to see it's not necessarily about Dak being mobile but it is building upon the run game that you've seen the last couple of weeks yeah um to piggyback off of what jess was saying in regard to the run game this is the game that you would emphasize on getting the run game um going. getting the run game going uh seahawks give up the fifth most yards to our running backs in the air as well so we could definitely see the upward tr- trend of seeing rico and tony pollard in um passing situations uh it's to speak to whether Dak should be running is going to be running or not. I think if he if the opportunities present themselves, he will. But this also too talking about Dak yesterday mm-hmm. when we talked about A Rod talking about what he's doing at the line of scrimmage and all that stuff. This is going to be another game for him to flex in in that yeah. way. Um, Seattle runs a lot of zone in that vision defense that we've heard Mike McCarthy talk about so many times, where they are looking at the quarterback, they're getting to a spot, the secondary, and they're getting and they're looking back at the quarterback. They're not playing man. Um, they do sometimes, but not that much. And so, uh, this, so Dak is going to be able to use his cadence. He's going to have to pick up some of their disguises and how they're doing things. Mm-hmm. But also, too, uh, this defense wants to keep you yeah. from having the big play. And the Cowboys we've seen have thrived this last couple weeks in explosive plays. So this is going to take patience from him. Mm-hmm. This this game's going to take patience from him um, in a way where. They're going to have to maybe be a little bit more methodical for mm-hmm. things to open up and stuff like that. And I expect for them to play the matchup game, too, which I know Dak will see favorable matchups with their linebackers mm-hmm. and coverage and things like that. So he's going to get to, because of how their defense is run, he will get the opportunity to kind of show some, to counteract some of their matchups mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, the strength of this team is definitely their secondary. And the weakness of this team, to me, is their front seven, specifically their interior defensive line. So the run game should be there for them. So you expect to see a lot of crossing routes, a little bit of... 
I guess, um, shorter passes from Dag, not too many big explosive plays, but when that opportunity presents itself. Well, it just depends. I mean, <coughs> I think we'll do, we will see some underneath things, maybe mm-hmm. them attacking some of the intermediate routes, but more than anything, you're either going to run past these guys or you're just going to have to go at them and go with them in the run game and stuff until stuff mm-hmm. breaks because what happens with their secondary they're, they use, and it's, it's kind of cool, because they use their uh, safeties and some yeah. of their corners, kind of how DQ uses our guys, where, mm-hmm. like, Dono's in the box, and he's helping tackle mm-hmm. and stuff, and that's what Jamal Adams does for them. But because I every team, and this happened with the Cowboys a lot, every team, secondary, they know if the team can't stop the run. They know that their front yeah. seven can't stop the run. So you'll catch <clears> these guys <throat> peeking in the backfield, or they're, like, trying to make sure that there isn't a big run coming their mm-hmm. way. So they're looking down. They're looking towards the quarterback in the offensive line, and you can get behind them and take advantage. So I think you have to start off the run with the run, make them commit to stopping the run, and that should open up some things in the passing game um, and as far as the deep passes. The intermediate stuff, I think yeah. that Dak will find some favorable matchups with their linebackers um, and be able to ta- attack them there. All right. Let's switch gears. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We'll wait for the game later. But uh, as far as C.D. Lamb, of course, I think this is a time where um, I think we've talked about this a little bit a couple of weeks ago is that this team is finally, you know, getting to where they need to be. Right. Getting a lot of guys involved. Um, You're seeing Dak finally, you know, connect with nine, ten different guys offensively. Sure. Could this be a game where you kind of touched on it? I think where I want to go with this is that. Tony Pollard and Rico, um, they haven't really had that big game just yet, right? TP yeah. had one um, earlier in the season, but it hasn't really been that big game to where it's like, okay, they're clicking. Is this that game? <laughs> I, I want it to be. Yeah. Um, and, and I only say that because Aisha's been touching base on this for weeks now, saying yeah. it's going to get colder. You're going to mm-hmm. start to need, you're going to need to start running the ball a little bit more. But above all else, you just want to have a full, well-rounded offense. Mm-hmm. And that does come with a passing game and a running game. Yeah. You don't want to keep bringing up this run game of what is it? What exactly does it look like? And, and I want to put that conversation to bed. I'm tired of of questioning so much what this new run style looks like under this Mike McCarthy play calling, because it's obviously there. It can be productive. The thing is, is that for the sake of the next six games, and then you're talking postseason, you need that well-rounded offense because there are going to be matchups that you go down on even later down the line that you need that run game to be established because look, you need to be able to fall back on it. If at some point, a team decides to give you a really favorable matchup, yeah. covering CD, covering Brandon Cooks, covering MG, then what? You want to be able to say, well, all right, Tony and Rico, your time is up. And more than more than anything, just like you saw the ball distribution being figured out between mm-hmm. the wide receivers, you want to see that transfer over into the running back room as well to really understand what it is going to look yeah. like. Because it's okay if it's not the one-two punch, 50-50 scenario that you saw mm-hmm. in years prior with Zeke and TP. That's okay. It's just what does it look like and how can it be consistent? And I think consistency is the biggest thing you're lacking when it comes to the run game overall. So, mm-hmm. yes, I, I'm going to say yes to that every single week because I want to continue to see it and grow upon it. Um, And I go back to this red zone threat because 
keep in mind Zeke led the league last year with those touchdowns those rushing touchdowns in the red zone yeah. and yes that's because the Cowboys were more run heavy team with that offense last year under Kellen Moore that's okay but you still want to have that threat when your guys are covered they're they're covering all your tight ends they're covering mm -hmm. CD they're covering Brandon you want to still make sure that you have that option and that mobility uh, in the red zone because again you need to start putting all the points on the board that you possibly can. If you're preparing for this Eagles game in a couple of weeks that is going to be vital in scoring in every opportunity, mm -hmm. this is the time you start practicing that. And uh, I think it kind of trickles back to that run game. Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off of that, the Dallas Cowboys' remaining strength of schedule ranks fifth in the NFL with a combi combined winning percentage of 618 of six remaining. Jeez. Yeah, that they can go ahead and put that to bed, which I'm <laughs> banking on. Um, yeah. To, to answer your question, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, when you look at the Seattle Seahawks and, again, <clears throat> where their weaknesses lie, it's their defensive line. Mm -hmm. So much so that a linebacker for them, Mafe Boy Boye Mafe, leads them in sacks, and he's playing D-end. Mm. Um, and then I think the second guy after that is, is if I'm not mistaken, Devin Witherspoon, who is a cornerback. So they have corners and safeties that have yeah. that are tying their leading um, defensive linemen for uh, sacks. So, yeah, uh, I really think that their DTs just don't get – they don't get enough consistent pressure, this mm -hmm. defensive line. So if this offensive line specifically can block and do what they need to do, there will be opportunities there in the run game. You can attack their edges the same way people do the Cowboys' uh, yeah. defensive ends is pinning them inside and then going to the outside. We saw last game mm -hmm. how much the, the Cowboys attacked the edges and mm -hmm. did some screen plays and tosses and stuff to the outside. Um, Bobby Wagner is still a player but age is a thing it, it plays a factor and his sideline to sideline speed is just not the same and then you look at Brooks for them who is re is returning from a he has three and a half sacks but he's returning from an ACL injury so his change of direction is not as strong as it was before either as well so yeah. you can get past their uh, defensive line, which a lot of people do, it puts a lot of pressure on their linebackers mm -hmm. to move sideline to sideline. So to answer your question, absolutely. Yeah. I think the uh, Cowboys' uh, run game with Rico and Tony can continue to uh, build in that upward trend. But also, too, I expect to see them in the receiving game um, mm -hmm. in some places as well to take advantage of these linebackers and coverage and make those corners have to come up and tackle. Their defensive end, uh, Boye Mafe, actually set a franchise record of a sack in seven straight games, but he hasn't been able to pressure a quarterback in the past three. So it's offensive lines, yeah, yeah, offensive lines have really been giving him work. Um, and I, I think that this offensive line is finally like getting that right amount of continuity and playing not their best just yet, but playing well enough uh, against these defensive fronts. Uh, as far as this offensive line, how how satisfied if or from mm -hmm. a level of 1 to 10, are you with the way that they're playing right now? Because they've kept Dak clean for the past three games. I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. And uh, that's because that's not the best you're going to see them play either. Keep Lee hands. Uh, well, <laughs> can't really complain much when your quarterback's not getting touched yeah. for three weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. When he was. Mm -hmm. Let's remember. Let's go back in time a little bit yeah. where he was getting sacked the first two drives. Yeah. Series. Eagles game, game alone was five. That's what Please. I'm saying. So look, you can't really you can't really say much. When they're protecting their quarterback, they're doing what they need to do. 
and and even Dak is giving them the credit where it's due to say it's starting up front and it's trickling down for the rest of us. Dak obviously feels comfortable enough playing in the pocket. So yeah. if Dak feels comfortable and he's playing like that and the offensive line isn't making it more difficult by allowing people to, you know, rush at Dak, I'm going to give it an eight, but, but, but it can, it can get better. It can get better. It can grow. And especially we talked about that right side of the line with Terrence Steele. He has been growing. He has been getting better. And Christy Scales always brings this up when we talk about it uh, on here. And then when we're just talking general, Terrence is the only one that has played 100% of these offensive snaps all season, people. So give credit where credit is due. I'm going to give him an eight. Um, Just uh, don't let them. uh, But let's make that, what, four weeks of not touching deck? Let's Mm -hmm. let's make that four weeks. and and, uh, Let's just finish off the season. That's asking for a lot, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Let's just finish off the season without touching deck. That'd be nice. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Health. Health's been mm-hmm. a big factor. Uh, you talk about the continuity factor of it. Uh, Jeff Blasco actually being back in the building, mm-hmm. the run game coordinator. Good to have him back. Maybe you're starting to see some of his influence uh, on this this run game. Mm-hmm. But I also just believe that they're doing things that favor these running backs again. Mm-hmm and what they do well and getting them out in space allowing them to see things open up it's it's been a a collective effort i the health of the offensive line like i said is a huge part in that tyron smith you don't hear his name at all why let me get playing (laughs) over there uh Tyler Smith is continuing to grow and you mentioned Terrence Steele how he you know has picked up and maybe made some changes in this last couple weeks and improved there so yeah I'm happy with this offensive line I really am like from where they um came in to start the season to now this is like vast improvement um but I'm just glad that they found things that work for them yeah and they're doing them well at this point so um yeah protecting the quarterback's important they've been good in pass pro but in run blocking my concern was seeing them get to the second level consistency consistently got to give some credit to these tight ends and what they're doing uh blocking wise as well and hunter lipke has been Mm. hella clutch um yeah yeah, he's been hella clutch helping out and getting to the second level so as a collective can't be mad at it um go look around the nfl right now Mm -hmm. they there are plenty of teams that would love to have the cowboys offense the hawks of the sea the, no. Hawks of the sea. They've been it. playing. They've Y'all been playing stupid. about their offensive line, but this, that's what makes me mad about Seattle, though, because they've been playing with their offensive line like this for forever now. Like, if I'm not mistaken, I, I could. It could. Be, it could have been a joke, but I feel like a couple years ago, it was somebody else playing offensive lineman for them, and he was like bagging groceries the year before or something what? like that. Like he was a regular human. Just yeah, they have been pulling, trying to get this offensive line together for years now and it's kind of coming back to bite them I believe and then with Gino Gino has taken a bit of a step back number one because of his injuries because he's getting sucked mm-hmm. a lot Kurt, 27 no. 27 see. so far this season 27 27 sacks Mercy. I was trying to find the person that was um, I can't remember it but he was just a normal guy like they have been doing this for a minute now where their offensive line has been a big factor in their lack of success and the thing I noticed is that Gino is less mobile this year we talked about it yesterday I think you yeah. I don't know if you mentioned it he's less mobile this year um mm. he had 24 <clears throat> rushing uh first downs shout out to my guy Atlanta McCool um he had 24 first downs rushing last year he's only had five this year so oh, the wow. injuries and things like that so you, to mm. your point we talked about Dak right mm-hmm 
why isn't he, why wasn't he being mobile? Why like how that affected this offense and now how we're seeing how it's all opened up the offense. I feel like on the flip side, if you look at Geno Smith, I feel like this offense is taking a step back because he is not escaping and being that mobile uh, athletic playmaker as consistently mm -hmm. as he was last year. And it's just easier to key on key in on him when he's sitting in the pocket. Mm -hmm. He's holding the ball a long well, he's time. He's probably terrified. He is he's a little terrified scared. terrified of getting hit he like look, Bryce Young. He do look a little mm -hmm. scared. Well, nah, Bryce was a little more aggressive on the ground. He didn't He didn't really care. But nah, Gino Isn't Gino looks... dealing with an elbow injury too? Didn't we he, And that's yeah. Absolutely. All that stuff plays a factor <clears throat> in, you know, how a quarterback – plays football and he's not playing that like gritty type of confident football mm -hmm. he was before he's sitting in the pocket holding the ball a long time don't do it again don't do it again from talking to the guys in the locker room they are very aware of that as well mm -hmm. so, there you go pray his strength Mm. What did what were some of the conversation like? What did some of the guys say about that? I mean, they're just cognizant of they're just yeah. cognizant of the fact that this is an offense that wants to throw the ball deep, and we talked about it. Well, baby, mm -hmm. do you got time? Mm -hmm. And that's a huge. It really plays into the hands of the Cowboys, which is why the run game was important because that can kind of counteract it. Yeah. But if Kenneth Walker isn't there now, sure, I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all, Charbonnet can tote that rock. So he's gonna. They're still gonna have to come up and tackle him, but it's yeah. just little stunts and all the mm -hmm. different stuff the Cowboys can do. Him having to pick those up and to yeah. it's have mercy. Mm. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break. First break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. family holiday photo with Santa at the Star presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys themed cottage in the Star District from November 17th through December 24th. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with the code STAR5, S-T-A-R number 5. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. I will say I did this um, my first year I moved here and um, that was before I had wit so it was just Toby and I and it was the cutest, cutest picture for my Christmas cards. I uh, can't say I can take wit to do that because wit is 
crazy. Um, but they came out really cute. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Mm. No, people love their dogs. They do. I love, love Congo, but dogs. we ain't going to take no Christmas pictures. Why? I don't know. I just... <laughs> Why? He looked up at me. Maybe my nephew wants to take he Christmas pictures. He looked up pictures. at me like... Why can't I go? Yeah. He's looking at me. Congo, I got you, bud. Yeah. I got yes. you, bud. Yes. <laughs> Don't take it. Yeah, poor Kong Jeezy. I'll take him, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. 10 out of 10. Can I buy him a sweater? Absolutely not. Why? <laughs> him? He's too big. They make big sweaters. Or like a hat. A hat. Oh, a little yes. Santa hat. Come on. Oh, little, little reindeer ears. Oh. <laughs> This is a 56-year-old man. And? He, is he really that old? He's 56. Why can't 56-year-old men wear reindeer ears? I don't right? know. He just... <laughs> no, he's just a man. Like, y'all, leave him alone. <laughs> we might get a hat or a bow tie or something in the Christmas spirit. Or some little foot footies. Just something cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why I've never thought to do this type of stuff with him, but I will try. He's, I just, there we go. You know, he's my service dog, so I just never, I'm like, let's go to work. Like, well, I, but I guess, hi. We'd guess, go ahead and 10 out of 10 recommend that. We got a report that's 10 out of 10, y'all. Zach Wolfchuk. 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 Wow. That's crazy. Sorry. Sorry, Zach. I apologize. We love Zach. Um, so he just tweeted out, and um, Aisha actually just found this. Um, he tells somebody, this is, oh. hold on, Brian Baldinger from NFL Network. Reputable guy. Tells, let me just make sure I'm. G-Bag Nation. Names, right? Yep, yeah, G-Bag Nation. There we go. On 105 through the fan. In regards to Shaq Leonard, that he thinks he is leaning towards the Cowboys. And y'all, I don't know. I saw, I love that news, but I just saw, um, I don't know who it was that posted a picture. And I, the man can't smile. No, he was smiling too hard for my liking. You I know, didn't like it. It was just a picture of him I just know. smiling no, and living just his life. He and was smiling. Like, no, he was smiling hard, y'all. He was. It was like from ear to uh, ear. <laughs> we didn't even like, see how much he was cheesing in here. Yeah, maybe he was to, smiling that's even That's one thing I was like, dang, wish we could have seen like the facial reactions when you know Jerry Jones dang. laid out the red carpet. But I ain't like that. Dang, it too Nicole much. is a tough crowd. No, remind me not to smile around you. That's My too goodness. much. I'm seeing too many of your chicklets. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> dang, I'm Nicole. never smiling around Nicole Darius, ever again. Darius Shaquille. <laughs> Leonard. Sorry, I'm God. smiling. Don't look over here. Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> crazy. Nah, I mean we talked talked about it a little bit. Um, just real quick, we can just touch on it one more time in case yeah. people didn't hear it. What would a signing like this do for uh, this Cowboys defense? It's another veteran in the yeah. room and uh, helping run defense. Boom, boom, boom bang. Boom, boom, bang. It gives you depth. Mm -hmm. It gives you much needed depth because yeah. I will say, when when was it? Was it uh, the Giants game? Mm. Was it Marquise Bell that was out for a second? Or was it the Panthers game? It was the Giants. Panthers. Panthers. No. It was the was Pan it Panthers. No, it was the Commanders game. Oh, this past game. game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Lord. all blending together. Oh, yeah. Um, Marquise Bell was, went out for a second. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about y'all, but my heart was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Given you never want to see a guy get hurt. But also that shows you how thin your depth is in that room to where what are your options going forward? Say a current linebacker in that room is not available at, at any point. It kind of puts you in a little bit of a tailspin considering how thin that room already is with depth. So it yeah. gives you depth. Yeah. Veteran depth. Hopefully. Great every... veteran depth. Yes. Fantastic veteran depth. Yeah. 
that he shouldn't <laughs> smile ever. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all so demanding. No. But just you also don't find a player like that just uh, oh, yeah. ready to be signed this at this point mm. in the season. Oh yeah. Very this rarely. Is, this is Mary so. This is Mary Christmas for real. <laughs> It's like this ain't this ain't normal. This yeah, ain't at this time of the year yeah. after the trade deadline to yeah. have a, a player that's game ready and yeah. you know has the resume that he has. Absolutely, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas coming early. Mm. Uh, no, back to this offense, Cowboys offense. How would you attack if you're, um, well, Mike McCarthy? How would you attack this Seahawks defense? Ooh, baby, the slot. They've been struggling. They are struggling at slot corner to a point to where they're moving several different guys to that position. Uh, there's a Michael Jackson playing there. Cowboys uh, picked him up uh, what, three years ago, and he was his name is Michael Jackson. Y'all, come on. And then, um, and then, and then uh, w- Woolen um, is there other corner he's more of a boundary corner that gentleman they tried to move him into the slot and he was so bad that they benched him how you gonna bench him what do he do yeah this is not his spot you ask him to do something he don't know how to do that's why deron bland <laughs> doing what he's doing is so much more impressive mm-hmm. but anything but bland they are struggling to find consistency <laughs> in that slot that nickel corner position and so so um so uh I would expect for the Cowboys to attack their C.D. Lamb in the slot, maybe some Brandon Cooks in the slot. I think we'll see Ferg and those guys a little later because they run a lot of cover three. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. The first thing that came to mind when you said they have a Michael Jackson, I'm they like, do. dang, he getting beat like that when they're doing like the moonwalk and stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all. It's it's basically like our Saturday, so it just feels like we're wow. both crying over here. Y'all are, y'all are literal tears. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nickel I'm corner. So sorry. Yeah, Nickel, no. Nickel just, corner <laughs> linebacker. Really, yeah. their second level yeah. is where I would attack. Their sure. second level is where I would yeah. attack them. Okay. Sorry. And then the big plays will come later because yeah. they're gonna. If you are attacking them successfully in that intermediate spot. They're going to start panicking in those young corners, and they're going to start peeking mm-hmm. in the backfield, and you're going to be able to do some things um, as far as explosive plays go. All right, y'all. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, I kind of I like that because the past couple of weeks you have really seen Dad be more methodical. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, I guess you can say, taking what the defense gives him a little bit, um, but also just being creative off the top. And that's something that I, I, I really want him to continue to do, especially in a mm, game like this. That's where a you great can't word. be creative. That's a great word. No, <clears throat> you're looking for creativity from Mike McCarthy as well in the play calling, yeah. motion. Um, maybe, you know, Dak, he's going to set his protection. That's what he does. But he and Mike McCarthy are going to have to come together to manipulate this defense. Because if you're playing them straight up, especially their secondary, they can cover your guys. Yeah. Like, they have, yeah. I mean, CDs, you know. But they, they do have the guys with the capability to run with your players. So you're going to have to get do things to get them looking one way, going in the opposite direction. Again, like pinning, pulling, that type of stuff. So, yeah, um, creativity. Mike McCarthy and uh, Dak Prescott are going to – we're looking for them to manipulate this defense and um, – be able to take uh, advantage of, of uh, their indecisiveness. Yeah. You know, Sorry. it comes with creativity. 
special packages we've been talking about. I want to see more Kevonte Turpin uh, involvement in. I think it's time. I think yeah. it's time it in this time, season. Ain't it? Yeah. Get him for going. him to be consistently. Just get him going. Yeah. That's Kinda what in the in the. Yes, and that's what I want to <laughs> see. He's just coming off of uh, Thursday's game with his fourth, fourth touchdown yep. of the season. I want to see more involvement just overall with him getting more snaps, uh, getting more of those first looks from Dak when. Um, <laughs> the offense is playing overall he's a guy that i really want to see more involvement with uh in this game Mm. now in a in a in a ideal jess world i would also like to see some hunter lipke involvement but not getting there yet we'll see it he'll probably be in the blocking game probably i I want to see him in the running game you want to see him Mm. i want to see him in the running game he can help as a receiver too at some point i want to we'll see it you think so he He, can catch babe (laughs) he's a big guy he's a player he's a big guy he's stout and yeah no i at some point look can't have it all at once i'm just saying at some point um for this matchup specifically i want a Cavante turpin (laughs) game and uh, I want to continue to see kind of what the ball distribution looks like between CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cook specifically mm-hmm. um, because I don't want uh, what CeeDee has done this season to get washed away because Brandon is getting the ball a little bit more. Um, I want to see kind of how Mike handles this game where it's not so much one or the other, but it's kind of split and it, it's uh, a little bit of both. So I want to see that. Well, it's kind of – I think Cooks is getting the ball more because – they're double-teaming CD, and they're right. guarding him a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. But, again, that kind of opens up things for a mm-hmm. lot of other guys. So I think that's – it's pretty cool to see, you know, everybody else get those opportunities because CD is getting guarded. But he's still going to make a play. It's whatever the matchup yeah. calls for. He's going to make his play. Yeah, yeah. he's going to get his plays in. To me, it's, it doesn't matter who which one of them is uh, playing or however it is. Because, I mean, even when you look at the distribution, you look at – um, yeah, Brandon Cooks has led them in receiving the last couple weeks, but they both have TDs. So the wealth mm-hmm. is still being yeah. like spread, yeah. and I, I appreciate <laughs> the way they're doing it. And when even when you mention a Cavante Turpin, you'd be like, dang, bro, like there's a lot of guys. From a stack. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of guys. And then MG had a couple catches yeah. last week. Jalen Tolbert had Jaylen some key Brooks, catches yeah. last week. Jalen Brooks had some catches. JB. So I, I believe that this offense is is – it's it's who we see go off and who has the hot hand to me is going to be very matchup based and what it calls for and just how it is but i do think they've been doing a decent <clears throat> job of like cd is having tds and yeah. brandon yeah. cooks is having tds and it's still TD pretty spread out yeah it's still pretty spread <laughs> out so um yeah i'm um specifically though i'm saying for this matchup I want to see more Kevonte Turpin. Yeah, yeah. His speed is his speed is something that they can definitely take advantage of. And even some of the running backs coming out of the backfield, running out of the backfield. So Kevonte Turpin, mm-hmm. uh, obviously mm-hmm. Tony Pollard doing some things. We could. Yep. I would love to see that as well. But yeah, it's this game is. I will say our uh, as far as the wide receivers go, they'll probably they'll be tested. This is a, this is this these this secondary is sticky. They're feisty. They're physical. I ain't even mentioned Devin Witherspoon, who ranks second only behind a Deron Bland as an as an overall corner in the NFL. He went fifth in the in the draft, and he is a hair on fire everywhere <laughs> type of player. He helps in the run game. He's good in coverage. He'll take the ball mm-hmm. away. He'll take some chances. Mm. But yeah, this this when we talk about these wide receivers, this might be one of their bigger tests that they've seen in the last what three four weeks as far okay. as how good yeah. the secondary is yes mm, i like that but they play a lot of zone they do so i the cowboys have had a lot more success against zone um so 
I mean, it's gonna be a challenge, but I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's gonna be cool. It's it's it's, it's growing pains. It's, this yeah. is a good experience for them to just get a feel of this defense, but also to this defense besides the defensive line, but like schematically, mm-hmm. they do a lot of the things the Cowboys do. Some of their personnel mm-hmm. kind of match the Cowboys. I mean, you look at a Jamal Adams, mm-hmm. you think about a Donovan Wilson. It's just kind of like, yeah, oh okay, cool. Yeah. But Jamal is coming off an of injury, so can we find him in coverage? <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and take our second break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today. Dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NFL Pro Bowl games are taking over Orlando and the roster is up to you. Cast your ballot for the 2024 Pro Bowl games. Vote and send your favorite Dallas Cowboys players to compete in the ultimate AFC versus NFC showdown this February. Vote now at ProBowl.com slash vote. Go vote for our guys. You know yes. what to do. You know the drill, people. All right. Even vote. though we're trying vote. to not be vote. there. Vote. <laughs> We Correct. Were aiming to not be there. Correct, but vote, vote, but still, still vote, still vote, still, still vote. vote, but with hope of not being there. <laughs> Correct. But vote. All right, we got to do our pod pick. Who's gonna have the first receiving touchdown? Go, just go, just go. <clears throat> hmm. Oh man, um, I'm trying not to be as predictable on these things anymore because you know what I want to say. Say what you want. Cavante Turpin. No. Hmm. Oh, really? That's what you. That's a good one. Yeah. For this matchup specifically. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Terp. I was gonna say Jake, but I'll go Terp. Terp for this one. I, you know, sorry, real quick. I I will say like because they run cover three, I wonder like how I think Fur could have success, but I do think that we'll see that part of the like the middle of the field open Mm -hmm. up later in the game. That's fair. Because they scared, and they're committing to stopping the run. There you go. That's just me. But he's still, he's, he's, I, I thought she was going to pick him. Uh, um, I'll go Terp. I'll go Terp. That's good. I'd like, I hope so. Um, I would say Tony Pollard. Yeah. I, I, I was going to catch some slipping. 
I was gonna go Rico. Um, I could see like a little outside uh, outside pass to the boundary. Mm-hmm. Cut back inside a little bit. I don't know. I, I think I can see Rico. I just feel like they give up a lot to. They yeah. do. They give up yeah. a lot to running backs yeah. in the passing game. So I figure maybe. And their corners are pretty good. So I say, okay, well, where else can you score from? So Ferg would be a good win, like like just said, mm-hmm. or like a Cavante Turpin out the backfield, or mm-hmm. or a running back. Yeah, because I know the Rico. They got to the red zone against the Panthers, and he had a receiving touchdown. So I yeah I, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe yeah. a screen or yeah. something. We'd love a good screen. We have screens. I haven't had screens in a long time. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> What's our game today? Oh my bad. I'm sorry. I should have said that. Uh, pick a name, and this time we're gonna do like the candy to describe them. Oh, okay. Oh, love that. <laughs> Jalen Brooks. Aww. Well, he's always passing out Snickers. So how could I not pick Snickers? <laughs> yeah, I know he is. He always does this. I seen his name and I thought about a snicker. Yeah. A sneaker. <laughs> a sneaker. Oh, it could have been better. He did. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah. He did. I couldn't he think of nothing else but a snicker. It's okay. Okay. Dorrance Armstrong. What? Oh, wait. Oh, I know a good one. That's not. I'm jealous. Oh, wait. She had the other names in there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My bad. Hold up. It's supposed to be just these. I know you lying, Jazz. Our producer is out here slacking. <laughs> she out to get you. Oh, Maybe these old names. It was only supposed to be these. Okay, well, since she, she figured. Like, He's a I warhead. Know, I didn't see what was already Oh, see what was that's already a good there. one. Yeah. Here you go. He is a warhead. That there. is a good one. There we go. Thank you. Jazz out here making me look crazy. All right. <laughs> Take two. Cavante Turpin. Of course. <laughs> of course. These things are not rigged. I'm so proud of this. Pop rocks. That's crazy. Fire. I love that. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm gonna give him man. Okay, well then you take that one. I'm sorry, yeah, I'll take this one. He's okay. he's, he's pop rocks for Here, me. Here, you go first like, and then I'll go again. Pops off your screen. Uh, that's a great one. That's a perfect one. I love that. Okay, awesome. That's I a good stole. one for sure. Yeah, you did. How dare you give a good candy for Kamani <laughs> Tony Pollard. Oh, there you go. Hmm. I see. Hmm. <clears throat> I had some skills earlier, but I'm not going to go those. Go with those. I'm going to say, dang, this hard. See? They <laughs> oh, kind of can't. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to say, well, no, I, I didn't want to say Skittles. What's the, um... The like lemon head is that what it's called? Yeah, the lemon, lemon head. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go lemon head only because. <laughs> Why? <laughs> only because so there's like sour on the outside, yeah. right? He was struggling a little bit this season. Okay. Now we're starting to get the best of him. The oh. hard, oh, the hard part, you know, the hard candy yeah. inside. Once you eat past the sour, yeah, mm-hmm. love it. We're starting to get the best. That's of good. Him. Love that. Okay, Tony Pollard. Okay. So, oh my. All right. What's yours? What I you don't know. Think? For the third wait. time. Let's see. Oh, it's my fault. No, nah, that was a good one. Terp, de- Terp deserved a really good candy, and I'm glad you Pop did that. Is good. Zach Martin. Oh. Zach Martin is the Hershey bar. OG triple OG. Yeah. OG. Can't go wrong with it. <laughs> it's, it's just such a constant for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you need it. Because if you need any kind of chocolate bar, what are you going for? Mm. Going for a Hershey. 
The best. The best. Number one. Yeah. I don't the first. Chocolate, so. Oh. Okay. OG triple OG. <laughs> <laughs> but no. It like, is the OG. Yeah, everybody loves chocolate though. Oh, I got Rico. Oh. Rico. Okay. So, okay, this is I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> so Rico is the pack of pink starburst because absolutely it's just good one after good one after good one after good one after good one yeah yes. you're never disappointed oh that's good when he gets the ball i like that one I like oh that one. i think he'd appreciate that <laughs> i'm gonna tell him we gotta tell him you said that that's a good one cd oh hmm. man let's see cd mm. Ooh, no I know, so I know. We were like, what? I think I'm gonna go <laughs> gummy bears. Oh. Because I eat those so fast. He be beating his defenders so fast. It does oh. come. It does come suddenly, swiftly. Subtly. Swift? Oh my god. <laughs> the Taylor <laughs> kind? I should be able to use an oh adjective and not have to go through this. <laughs> Girl, you know me. Gummy bears, yeah. That's a good one. That's a solid one. Universally and loved too. Universally loved, and they're always good. Um, Sour one. <laughs> I swear I don't rig this thing. Jake Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Jake is going to be the sour gummy worms. You're going sour gummy worms because he adds a little bit of something to this offense that's just special. Mm. As compared to like normal gummy worms, they're just not your first choice. You're going sour gummy worms. Really? Yeah. Love me some regular gummy worms. I mean, they're both good, but given the choice, the we're sour going sour gummy worms. worms. It gives you a little bit of a zing and it's consistently good. You can't get enough of them and you're not just having one. Fergie is not just having uh, one good game. It's a constant for him. Yeah, period. and if you get the crawler ones that have the, oh, the split the down the middle, you're getting so good. two flavors in one. You got a blocker and a receiver. The versatile. Hmm. Come on, versatility. I've never seen them the Scorpios before. No, no, no. They're, they're the crawlers. Like, yeah. well, that, okay. that, that's yeah. the brand, but they have yeah. like, it's, it's split, so it'll be like a purple yeah. and blue or whatever. So the red getting, and the blue ones? The best. Day. Oh wow! Me he can do both. He can do both. Period. He can block and catch. Get you a tight catch. end that can do both. There Get you, you well. We can. Oh, we also need a score prediction. Sorry. Score prediction. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I don't think they're averaging less than thirty a game at home. So I'm gonna go thirty-one, thirty-one, eighteen Cowboys. Thirty-four, fifteen. Dang, they scored three points. Seattle scored three points against the Ravens, though. I'm going to go 15. 34-15. <laughs> I'm going to go 35-10. Come on. 10. All right. Period. Oh, I got those. Mm-hmm. It could, but it, it, I know we're laughing. <laughs> what you say? My cats. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could laugh about it, but at the same token, with their inability to, yes. to block consistently, no, we've go. seen when weak offensive lines come in here, this Cowboys team jumps on yeah. it yep. immediately. So it's, go. it's going to be – I'm excited about this game, if not for the fact that we're about to go on this trip of proving a lot of people wrong. Hello. Can't beat good teams. Proving a lot of – On that note, we're going to wrap things up right here on Girls Talk, Voice Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see y'all Friday.
Definitely. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!